Hello, and welcome to the Millennial Hour. My name is Judson Brown, and I'm joined once again by my beautiful and talented co-host, Colleen Karazic. What's up? Hello. So this is the Millennial Hour. This is the show where we read Wikipedia articles to you, so you don't have to. <laughs> I haven't uh, done do that one for a while. We, we do a little bit more than that. Uh, but today we might be reading some Wikipedia articles. Mm. I know I will. What about you? <laughs> what about you guys at home? We're on W-O-R-D-D-B, Word You Rock, WordYouRock.com. You can check us out on the uh, the app store as well. We got an app. What's that app called again, Colleen? Nobex. The Nobex app. Mm-hmm. I love it. I knew I was just seeing if you knew. <laughs> You're such a liar. <laughs> ah, it's all good. So anyway, um, we got uh, an interesting show for you people today. It's Do we? A, <laughs> yeah, it's a little something a little different because a lot of times we are talking in first person about stuff that we seem to know a lot about. And today... <laughs> <laughs> when was that episode? <laughs> oh, just... come on. They might be tuning in for the first oh, time. And I could have had them. Kidding. I had them with this. All right. So today, today's topic, uh, let's get right into it. Is... Oh, we're doing it the whole time? Yeah, why not? Okay, I don't know, because I spent, you know, all that other time doing all that other stuff. <laughs> That's all good. Bomb. <laughs> all right, so today we are going to be talking about, uh, I don't want to say use the word segregation, so I need to look up a synonym for that. The uh, I, I want to call it the strata, stratification, or the, I guess you can say segregation, of musical genres, whereas in you can be way into music, way into popular music, yet be unaware of stuff in different genres. And I'm not just talking about the difference between country and R&B or R&B and hip-hop or pop music and rock music um, or rock music and classical music. We're kind of talking about all that stuff. I'm into music. Colleen, you're into music. <laughs> We're into very different kinds of music. We know some of the same songs, but there is some incredibly popular stuff out there that we don't know. There's also some really obscure stuff out there that we don't know. So um, we're going to talk about uh, popular music first that is very popular, but that <laughs> one of us or both of us have never heard before. So you got a Billboard article that you wanted to read well, about this. Part of it, I was just going to uh, say I found this earlier. The artists with the most Billboard Hot 100 entries among all acts. So very top of the list with 207. See, now first I'd say the Beatles is my guess. And I'm probably wrong, right? It's the cast of Glee. <laughs> the TV show on Fox. Well, excuse me while I go out and shoot myself. All right. <laughs> with the, um, well, covers of songs. And to, to be fair, covers of songs that... People in, you know, I guess all age groups like, may have never listened to or heard of before. Yeah, the they, artists that they turned them right. on to. From the little I've seen, they, they kind of do a mixture of old stuff that, like, mm -hmm. the kids today should know and popular stuff. So, so it, it does spread, <laughs> but um, interesting. And uh, so second place, well, second place, second on the list with... The Beatles? Uh, no. Aww. 157 of these is drake and that's yes that i remember when you read this to me upstairs uh shocking because i had never heard a drake song and i don't specifically not listen to hip-hop i just don't know anything about drake so, so who is drake first 
All right. Well, let's talk about it. He is a Canadian. Mm-hmm. He's a Canadian singer. Uh, his music is... Influ- he's influenced by Jamaican music a lot. Uh, Dance Hall. I know his, his 2016 album Voices was heavily influenced by Dance Hall, which is all terms that I have not... His, it was Voices, right? I wasn't doing, listening I'm to doing this I was reading. <laughs> I'm doing this from memory. But 2016, his Smash album was Voices, correct? Are you looking at his Wikipedia No, I was, I was thinking of the things that he was that you didn't... He's a rapper, singer-songwriter, record producer, and actor. Views. Views. You're going off of YouTube views, right? No, no, no. Views is his uh, oh, that's the name 2016 of his... <laughs> album. Yeah, I was doing this by memory. I was trying to do it not reading the Wikipedia article verbatim, and mm. I failed. I am a true millennial. Meh. Yeah. So anyway, um, all right. So yeah, he's a rapper. He's from Canada. So his first, his debut album was what, like 2010, I yeah. believe. Mm-hmm. So. And so um, I thought a nice place since we both haven't heard a lot about Drake, mm-hmm. yet he's incredibly popular. Views came out in 2016, breaking a whole bunch of records. Uh, his song One Dance, which is the lead single, topped the charts in a bunch of countries. And supposedly it broke some sort of record, something like a male artist had not done this in 10 years, whatever. So I've <laughs> never heard the song. You've never heard the song? Well, I don't not by title. Yeah, maybe I, maybe it turns out we have heard yeah. it and we just don't know the name of it. So we're going to begin today's program by listening to One Dance by Drake. From way back way, you know that I don't play Streets not safe, but I never run away Even when I'm away OT, OT, there's never much love when we go OT I pray to make it back in one piece I pray, I pray, that's why I need a one dance Got a Hennessy in my hand One more time before I go Higher powers taking a hold on me I need a one dance Got a Hennessy in my hand One more time before I go Higher powers taking a hold on me Nobody makes it from my hands I had to bust up the silence You know you gotta stick by me Soon as you see the text reply me I don't wanna spend time fighting We got no time and that's why I need a one dance Got a Hennessy in my hand One more time but I go Higher powers taking a hold on me I need a one dance Got a Hennessy in my hand One more time but I go Higher powers taking a hold on me Sweet. So did did you, did you say anything about what dance hall was? I did not say anything about dance hall. So So you can have the honor. Well, I wasn't going to go into detail, but it's a, uh, genre it's a uh genre of jamaican pop music so it came about like 70s i believe um it started uh well new old dance hall and then there's new dance hall which is what that was where the original uh drums guitar 
bass and everything has been supplanted largely by synthesizers. Yeah, and then there's you know the layer after that is how they alter the beats and it, it gets complicated from there. But in general, dance hall is a Jamaican pop. Well, I mean, I'm a, a fan of metal music, which is just the worst with subgenres. So mm-hmm. I appreciate when somebody's genre is uh, yeah very specific. So it's not quite. I mean, like if I heard dance hall, I would think like b96 radio station in like the see, 90s see, I but think, that makes no sense but that's see, i would you know. think dance hall I, i'd I, i'd be lame and i'd think some sort of jazz music oh see, like, I don't know. interesting you know a piano and an upright bass and people ballroom dancing <laughs> nice which nice. you know i i'll confess the first time somebody requested a chris dubo's a lady in red mm-hmm. i thought it was the jazz song from the 50s mm-hmm. which is a totally different it's a cha-cha it's nope. Not, not so. <laughs> so anyway, what do you think of Drake and One Dance? Oh, yeah, you can easily see where they can make 85 million remixes out of that. Well, that's true. <laughs> to me, it sounds like it's the same 6-1-4 progression that half of Florida Georgia Line songs use. Mm. Um, just uh, the instruments are slightly different, and he's singing with a different accent. But, <laughs> you know, I have a hard time hating on any genre of music because there's only 12 notes, and I see the music... Uh, the similarities I see more than the differences, to be honest. Interesting. Want to hit another one? Yeah, let's go ahead and hit another one. So that was that was Drake. And, <laughs> uh, that was my choice, so you get to pick the next one. Um, I will pick the one. I will go for minimalism in the classical world, which is one of my favorites. All right. So now we are going from a popular song that neither of us have heard mm-hmm. to a song that's uh, in your circle. A piece. Is it a work? Is it? It's a work. <laughs> so we're not we're not dealing with songs now. I'm imagining this is going to have more than three chords in it. Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> so um, this is in your circle of influence. This is a, just a thing that you like that I <laughs> that I have never heard. It's and a I'll composer that I like. It's a work that I like. And I'll be yes. listening to it for the first time. So you want to talk about it? Well, not really. Because sure. I've... No, no, I... You... Not, that's not what I meant. <laughs> no, I... I, I, <laughs> I forced you to listen that to is this a, before. That is, that is a lie. I have actually listened to Phrygian Gaze like But four I had to like sit him down and be like, you need to listen to this. And, and then, I listened to it once without you, actually. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's because I texted you about it or something. I don't know. No, I, I did. I listened to it to fall asleep once. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Aww. Because the... Uh, well, that's not a very good intro. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's it, I didn't mean that in a bad way. I mean that the way it's he actually uh, in this, and so I'm assuming most everyone listening to this will have not heard what we're gonna do. This is Phrygian Gates by John Adams. Correct. And the way he gets the it is very hypnotic how it's written. Right. Okay. So before you get into what you mm-hmm. feel about it, um, so John Adams is a composer. Not uh, a president. Well, you know, he uh, writes classical music. He writes operas, and he is, I generally, I guess, this all-encompassing uh, minimalism is is what he has. I don't know. And is based is based so- in. And the sheet music for the song is like 128 pages long, so it's not. That's it's, not it's, very minimalistic. It's crazy pants. But John <laughs> Adams, um, you may I'm trying to think of what would have hit more like the popular stream the most um he did win a pulitzer prize for music in 2003 that was for uh he wrote a choral piece for the victims of september 11th 
And if you've heard it or heard it referenced, um, they read through all <clears throat> the names during. I think we listened yeah, to a snippet well, yeah, of that before I together. To it with you. Yes. Um, yes. And I think I had peripheral, peripherally heard of it before then. Yeah. Peripherally is one of those words that I really don't know how to pronounce. So. So, so that one, if you're interested, is called um, On the Transmigration of Souls, and it's from 2002. Um, other things that he did that were uh, popular, you know, it, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. hard to It's like, well, it's popular in one world, not the other. Um, short Ride in a Fast Machine is another. Uh, you, if a, you go to like a, you know, a, a Chicago Symphony concert or whatever. They, they and, may do it. And you see John Adams on there. It's more of a minimalistic thing. And you'll see, you'll he'll be able to hear what we mean by minimalistic it's just you're not dealing with all these motifs and themes and everything like that kind of cycling as you go there's no strict you know a b a b sort of form going on it doesn't sound like a mozart doesn't sound like a beethoven um but this phrygian gates is phrygian is a mode of music okay and uh, we haven't really we, we haven't, touched we haven't on gotten modes into the much. modes too much on the millennial hour we don't need to it, it gets it can get complicated. You got a major scale and you just start on something that's not the first note. Well, um, for lay people's terms. So, well, it's, it gets kind of hairy. So we'll just listen to the snippet because it's, you know, it's, it's a little, like 30 minutes it's long. a little lengthy. Um, so it starts in one mode, it's followed by another, and it just kind of cycles through about half of um, the keys. But it goes through, oh, I'll tell this to you because you'll find this interesting <laughs> if you're familiar with uh, modes. I'm just killing it today with the continuity and the forming of sentences. I just, I have outdone myself. <laughs> uh, you, say something, you, know, you say something in Kalanese and say food? translate to English, please. It's true. It's true. But I still got no idea I know. what you're talking about. It's true. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. What was it? Okay. I so think, I the think... piece shifts through the circle of fifths, but it alternates between the Lydian and the Phrygian of each key as it goes. Oh, cool. And then it kind of works its way into the Phrygian gate. So it's, degre- you know. So it starts sort of... off not in the Phrygian mode. So for those, in... so most likely. It's the set sli- in Phrygian, but it's, yeah, it's it's funky, but there's a method to the madness. Right. And right, there's right. like a technical, I don't want to call it so a joke. So just a but... dis- disclaimer then in this case, since we're not going to listen to more than like a minute of this, we're not going <laughs> to actually hear Phrygian in this section. Yeah, you know. I don't know what section we're playing, but it'll be a surprise. All right, we'll stab in somewhere in the middle and let's see. Here we go. Phrygian Gates by John Adams. Just kidding. That's the beginning. This is good radio here.
I love it. I could listen to it all day. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to do a radio program. <clears throat> <laughs> the nice thing is, this one, unlike Drake, we can fade it down and talk about it while we're listening to it. <laughs> because it's that kind of song. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm like, I can in no way do justice to minimalism and how I... I mean, some of my, you know, mm. best classical friends just want nothing to do with it. It's, well, I mean, this is like more of a feeling than an idea. Right. You know, when you, not, well, not it, when you compose it. Yet it, it is such an idea when you're, yeah, when you're writing it. When you're it, writing it, it, but like it's, the genius of this is that what it is is not. You're not going to walk away humming the melody no, necessarily. but you have the emotion that he wanted you to feel. Mm -hmm. You do get that. And that's a completely different type of, of music. And the fact that. Uh, for you kids out there, for you Generation Alphas um, who don't remember a world before Google, um, this is generated just with a piano. And so, like, being able to convey that with just with, like, a real instrument, no autotune, no synthesizers, no anything, is, like, you know, because this is, gives, like, the same impression as, like, a new plug-in by Contact or something for me, where it's like, whoa, that's a cool sound. It's like, wait, this is just a piano that we're hearing? It's how he wrote it. It's turning it into like its own instrument, like mm -hmm. a different thing. I don't know. That's my take. It's probably wrong, <clears throat> but this well, is sort of stuff you just got to experience for yourself. Go back to the that Billboard list, so we know, you know, the Hot 100 entries the most. Mm -hmm. So we know Glee cast was the first at 207. Drake mm -hmm. had 157. Next was Lil Wayne with 136, yeah, followed by uh, John Adams. Elvis Presley oh, with 108, but his career predates the charts launch, which I was kind of wondering about. It, it oh right 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 right. However, um, they just got a the Beatles are on this list, but they are kind of far down at they had 71. Beatles followed by Taylor Swift, followed by Justin Bieber, Elton John, Stevie Wonder, Rihanna. See, so, weird. I thought Taylor Swift and Stevie Wonder would have been higher. Yeah, but all the names before this, um, leaving off at Elvis, Jay-Z, James Brown, Chris Brown, Kanye West, Nicki Minaj, Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin. It's weird that Nicki Minaj and then the Beatles. is on there. I, I, I just... I don't think she's... I don't know how this... How do they do this? I don't... I don't... I do not agree. <laughs> you know, it's, it's almost like... With, with me, it's... Uh, it's almost like new stuff is too popular. Like if a song hits number one in 2017, it gets like a billion views or something. You know, I'm just pulling that it number blows out. Blows up, of, right? And it's just an unordinately. Yet in another year, you don't remember that song. Whereas right. if you remember "I Can't Help Fall in Love with You" by Elvis, even if you're a kid, you know, and even if you only know the Haley Reinhardt version, you still know that song. But like Lil Wayne will have a song that blows up, gets a billion hits. And then maybe it sticks around, but like I, I don't think. Oh yeah, so the numbers don't speak anything in terms of longevity or quality. Well, I mean, not not saying that it doesn't survive and it doesn't have some longevity. I just don't think the longevity is proportional to how many views it gets or how many hits it gets. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, it was a decent hit, but like a billion hits are like bigger than anything the Elvis or the Beatles ever did. Is like, well, not. That's the whole conversation of what is quality and what is success, but. Well, you know, you yeah, that going. Okay, I guess turn. you got to judge after you know ten years and see if we still remember it. But you know, a lot of it does hold up. Maybe decades, decades, decades. Maybe all right. So 
I'm kind of at a quandary. Do I do another popular thing that I don't know? Or do I do my version of Phrygian Gates, which might be something that I enjoy that you would not have heard? Mm. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no? <laughs> uh, I just, you already did that in some other episode. I You're did. like, this is my favorite stuff. Yeah. All right. So, all right. You know so what? So you already hit us I'm, with that. So find are, something else. Well, that was a while ago. <laughs> all right. So you know what? I'm heading back on the thing and I'm going to... I'm going to actually go uh, back to the 90s, and we're going to listen to some Outkast before Hey Ya. I, uh, a lot of people say, I like the first album with Hey Ya on it, and uh, they were around uh, before that. So this is the first uh, single off of Atlians, which is their second album, and it's uh, very different. It's not the melodic hooks, it's actual hip-hop uh, by Outkast. So we're listening to Elevator Menu. Here we go. Let's play it. Going up the elevator. One for the money, yes sir, two for the show. A couple of years ago, on Headland and the Low, what's the starter? Something good, when me and broke the martyr through the hood, just trying to find that hookup. Now every day we looked up at the ceiling, watching ceiling fans go round, trying to catch that feeling off instrumental. Had my pencil and plus my paper, we caught the 86 block on your head at 2 Decatur, writing rhymes, trying to find our spot off in that light, light off in that spot. Knowing that we can rock, doing a hole in the wall club. This shit must stop. Like freeze, we making the crowd move, but we not making no G's and that's a no no. A one, two, dope, dope. In the Cadillac, the college went from plaguing ball to ball. Putting the up on the map was like Little Rock to banging. Say, mother, that plaguing, they paying. We staying, laying vocals, locales done. Made it with them big boys up in this industry. Outcast is the radio edit. They take it like the 96, gonna be that in that out. Y'all plaguing's headers can bite me. Around me and you, your mama and your cousin too. Rolling down the strip on both. Can you hear the harmonies that they break out again and Miss Jackson? Me and you, your mama and your cousin too. Rolling down the strip on both. Coming up, slamming cat back though. Back in the day when I was younger, hunger, looking to fill me belly with that rallies. So, like, one thing I really like about uh, 90s hip-hop as opposed to post-2000 hip-hop, <clears throat> and not that I am a huge hip-hop fan because I'm, I'm a hick. I like, uh, I like metal and I like, uh, I like country music, so <laughs> that's, that's my, my home. But I do like what I do like about uh, 90s stuff, especially Outkast, is how they kind of do the whole song themselves. They, hip-hop is the hook of the... Uh, of the song and they don't re- rely on a vocalist coming in and doing the hook for them and then the rap being the part of the song that you don't remember I don't know it, it just to me that's, that's the impression I get it seems like uh, rappers used to rap the entire time and they used to be able to release albums where it was just them the entire time and it was cool and so now there's a lot of collaborations guests collaborations left a lot and of right. guests a lot of featuring collaborations featuring so-so featuring yeah, and True. I I get why they do that because like the price of one single gets two artists out there and you get tickets to two concerts sold. I mean, I swear. I mean, this may be a really ignorant comment. It wouldn't be the first one that I ever made, but you know, whatever. We're- it's all good. I mean, <laughs> but did I not see like? I have nothing to back this up, so I may be totally wrong here. But it's all right. Leave in a comment hip-hop, if you disagree. No, that's okay. Keep it to yourself. We're- <laughs> so it's all right. I read the comments, Kelly. <laughs> so in hip hop. 
didn't they, I want to say the early 2000s, featuring so-and-so. I'm trying to think, like, P. Diddy featuring uh, Nicole from Puss Get Alls. And, like, uh, God, who's the other one? I, it'll come to me in a second. Um, m- more than now, we have, like, country featuring... Well, I mean, as like almost a rule of thumb that like now on your album, you need to have, you know, one or two that are going to be like, I can't actually what's her face. Um, Well, I mean, everyone, the country girl is on like everyone's new single now. And it's just crazy. Well, I mean, country seems to take a lot of cues from hip hop these days. And about 10 years ago, it seems like every rapper that released an album, every track had to be featuring somebody. And now country is doing the same thing. I think it's more annoying in country music than it is in in pop music. Because I think pop music, it's supposed to be, but country is like, you should be well, yourself. maybe not. You know, for the diehards. And we're like, no, this is, this is garbage. Hey, you got two. I need to get my other one in before we run out of time. Sounds good. So... Um, cause that I being love said, them. Dirt Road Anthem featuring Ludacris is pretty sweet. <laughs> there you go. So quickly, let's go out on my favorite band. All right. That would be Mumford and Sons, correct? Correct. So obviously not obscure, but something that not everyone has listened to thinking, yeah. oh, they're too bluegrassy or right. something funky like that. So an English band been around for about a decade and now. And there's some older people that will, will never get Mumford and Sons. I'm I don't sure. care. No, no. The, I'm just the, saying. That could go for any genre, any age oh, no, group. I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like my drummer, Rob, does not get Mumford and Sons. Oh my God. I love him. I know, I know, and I like musically. Them too. I mean, they're so talented. They're really so talented. Um, I can't even choose like a favorite track. Let's choose something off their very first album. Oh, okay. Let's cool. choose um, Little Lion deep... Man. Oh, okay. I'm not doing say, a deep, I was cut. Say I, deep cut, but yeah. I want something Little more Lion energetic to end on end the show. And with. I need to get the uh, radio editor to this one as well. Correct. I don't know. Just <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Little Lion Man. <laughs> So if you're listening to WORD and have never heard Mumford and Sons, it's give it give it a chance. You'll like it. It's wickedly wonderful. All the albums are great. If you don't like this, they have something you'll like. I can almost promise. <laughs> Weak for yourself, my man. You'll never be what is in your heart. Weep, little lion man, you're not as brave as you were at the start. Rate yourself and rake yourself, take all the courage you have left. And waste it on fixing all the problems that you made in your own head. But it was not your fault but mine, and it was your heart on the line. I really f***ed it up this time. I have so much more to say about them. So I don't want to cheat them by putting them at the end, but maybe we'll start next episode with something totally different. Same artist. I'll plop something in the next one. All right. So we're going to be a surprise. So are we going to continue this with the uh, playing songs that the other has not heard? Yeah. Let's let's think of a catchier name for it. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds good. We got. I got all night to think of a title for this. Excellent. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it'll be cool. Although I've heard a lot of Mumford, so it'll be weird to uh, mm-hmm. try to find one that I haven't heard. Oh, anyway. I can do it easily. I know right now what I'd play for you. Anyway, the Millennial Hour. All right, watch this. Ha. Uh, 
Uh, notice how I did that? <laughs> Mumford Creative likes to swear. editing. <laughs> you cannot contain Marcus Mumford, or Outcast for that matter. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's all good. Someday they'll allow us to uh, swear on WRD, but until that day, this has been the Millennial Hour. My name's been Judson Brown. Your name's been Colleen Karazic. And we'll see you all next week. Don't you turn that off. <laughs>